Welcome to Thrive Through Marketing, the only organic content marketing podcast for mental wellness companies. You have a mission to impact the world, and I have a mission to help you do that, all while increasing revenue, creating a new stream of customers, and reaching people before they even know they need you. With more than a decade of experience in organic content marketing and a deep passion and respect for mental wellness, there's one thing I know for sure. When you thrive, your customers thrive. That's why I'm here to deliver strategies, ideas, insights, and interviews from storytelling and analytics to practical steps and high-level vision. We cover it all. So if you're ready to leverage the power of organic content marketing, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Thrive Through Marketing. I'm very excited about this topic because it's probably one of the biggest barriers to companies not investing in organic and organic SEO optimized content. Because of course, you as a business, you have to think about the bottom line. You have to think about sales. How how is this going to be worth the money that we're spending? It makes a lot of sense. But I think when organizations are evaluating whether or not to invest in SEO and organic content marketing, they don't fully understand the whole picture. And I'm not necessarily saying this is you because maybe everything I say today, you'll be like, check, check, check. Yeah, I know all those things. But maybe you don't. As someone who's been in organic content marketing for 12 plus years, I have really seen the full holistic value of creating content in this way. And especially for mental wellness brands who need to do more than just sell. Yeah, you may have a traditional sales team. Yeah, maybe you sell products and you need to hit certain targets. But you also need to connect with your audience. You also need to um, educate potential customers and clients you need to do a lot more than just make the sale. Or in other words, before the sale comes all of these things and your content marketing can serve all of those values, all of those benefits can help you in more ways than just SEO. So let's not jibber jabber here. Let's get right into it. The first thing I want to talk about before we get into the ways that the, that content marketing, organic content marketing can support your sales team directly, as directly as we can get. Before we jump into that, I want to talk about how to do content marketing right. Now, I want to talk about this because content written from a random freelancer who doesn't know your industry or just writes content based on an, a topic you give them, or maybe a really, really low cost like agency somewhere overseas, that type of content is probably not going to do all the things that I'm going to share today. Really great, high value, well done content is what's going to serve you in all of these different ways that I'm about to share. So what is really great content marketing? What is How do you create great content? The first is to have a strategy. So Content Marketing Institute, I don't know if you ever checked their reports. They're my like gold standard for what's going on in content marketing. In their 2020, I can't remember if it was their 2022, yeah, their 2023 report, they found that 
of B2B marketing top performers have a documented strategy. There were similar numbers for B2C. So having a documented strategy is one of the most important pieces to actually doing this right. So you can reap all the benefits that I'm about to share with you. You also need to be data-driven. Without the data, you don't know what your potential customers and clients need to hear. You don't know what topics matter. You don't know what's working. You don't know what's driving traffic, what's engaging your audience. With this information, you can actually create content that's going to serve all these purposes. Maintain consistency. Consistent Consistency matters in content marketing and content creation. We need to be consistently creating SEO-optimized content to not only make Google happy and continue to increase our rankings for different keywords and terms, getting us in front of potential clients and customers, but in terms of the organic marketing side of things outside of content creation, like social media, email, all of those things require consistency. Think about like a friend, we'll put it quote unquote, a friend that shows up like once a month. And not only do they only show up once a month, but when they do, they just try to sell you something. You're like, that's not actually a friend. I'm not going to ever talk to you. That's what you look like if you're not consistent with your email or with social media posting, wherever it is that you your audience is active. So that consistency is critical to, to getting all of these other benefits and creating content that supports your, your bottom line, your sales. Optimizing for SEO, it's just like, I'll say it a thousand times over, I can't tell you how many businesses I see creating content and they think they're checking a box, but it's doing nothing for them because it's not optimized for SEO. If you're creating content and it's not optimized for SEO, but it's living on your website, it's a waste of time. Stop doing it now and just don't do it or reach out to me and I will get you on track. And finally, you need to optimize your content for sales. If sales are the end goal, all your content needs to be created with this in mind. So this means adding like, you know, quote unquote, native ads into your blog posts, adding clear call to actions at the end of your social media posts, including sales opportunities within emails or on podcast guest spots. If you're not asking for the sale, you're not, you're going to have a hard time getting it. And it doesn't mean you have to do it 100% of the time. I don't really have a good percentage for you. Maybe 60, 40. 40% of the time you ask for the sale, 60% of the time you add value. I'm sure there's someone out there, there's data out there that's going to tell you and give you a better uh, a better percentage or ratio. But off the top of my head, that feels like a pretty good ratio. Because also selling doesn't have to be buy this. It can be value-based it can connect. It can use storytelling to encourage the reader to take action. So including that more often in your content is a key piece to actually getting sales from your content. We can't just put something out there and assume people are going to buy, right? We have to be intentional about it. So when you've done your content really great, you have a great content marketing strategy, you're doing all the right things, this is what can come. Great content and great content marketing. And I'm kind of using both of those things together because one feeds the other. And so I want to bring it all into this conversation. <clears throat> so great content. In this case, let's specifically refer to content. Enables your sales team. So 
creating content with the client or customer in mind can then empower your sales team. So they can use that content to provide resources to potential customers who are asking questions. They can use it and build it into their sales outreach templates. And, you know, maybe one or two templates have content and links back to the website in them. The best way to create content to make sure you can do this is to meet with your sales and maybe your customers or your accounts teams quarterly to understand what are some common questions? What are some common issues? What are challenges you're consistently seeing that your potential customers or current customers are facing? And create content like blog posts or videos or even podcast episodes around that. So then your sales team can take that content that was created based on what they've told you to then solve those issues faster or get in front of the customer or client with a question with an answer before they even have the question. So enabling your sales team starts with knowing what they need from your content. The next piece, how content marketing drives sales, it connects with your audience. In the mental wellness space, I've said this a thousand times, you need to connect. This is a per- this is personal. And and not to mention, there are so many brands out there likely doing what you're doing. I know you think that you're unique and you are. What you offer is unique, but what you're saying, is that truly unique? Is it connected deeply to your brand and your brand values? Is it something that only you can say, or are you just regurgitating content that can be found anywhere else? So consider... When you're creating your content, when you want to make sure that it connects with your audience, because after that connection comes the sale, ask yourself as you're writing, editing, publishing, sharing content, are we using words and phrases that our audience uses? Will the reader feel heard and seen? Are we maintaining our brand voice to build trust? And does this feel authentic and genuine? The next way that your content marketing content creation can support sales is by keeping potential customers engaged. So actually a 2022 consumer trends report found that 35% of customers and consumers report making a purchase after watching a social media live stream from a brand. So by engaging with your customers with content, with video or blog posts, in this case with live streams, you are giving them a reason to buy from you. You're building again, this comes back a little bit to the last point, building that connection point. So you're not just any other brand offering a meditation app, but you had a live stream, they connected with what you were saying. And so then they reached out to you. This actually just happened to me. I was on a podcast, um, The Hitting Rock Middle with Sally Holder. And we talked about intentional marketing, intentional content marketing. And I had two people reach out to me who wanted to have a sales call. One of them I was talking to yesterday. She was like, I know I need support with marketing. And I just loved everything you were saying on that podcast. And I really connected with what you were saying. So I reached out to you. So she could have reached out to anyone. There are a lot of people that do content marketing strategy and content writing. But she reached out to me because she connected with what I said because I was creating content as a podcast guest and I was getting in front of her that way. So considering the value of how content creation, content marketing, whether that's a blog post or you being a guest on a podcast, 
how that directly connects with someone who might want to work with you or you know buy your product. The next way that content marketing can support sales is it highlights your values. Uh, McKinsey recently found that two-thirds of younger survey respondents report at least one of the ESG areas, so environmental, social, or governance, is very important to them and affects their purchasing decisions and the brands that they work with. So creating content allows you to highlight your values, which in turn might push someone to work with you versus another brand. What a lot of this comes down to, and as I'm saying and I'm realizing it more and more, is content and content marketing sets you apart from the rest. And that's how you use it to drive sales. Like I said, a lot of people, the mental the mental health space, the mental wellness space is exploding. This industry has been on the rise for two years and it's not stopping anytime soon. That means there are more and more people looking for what you offer, but also more and more businesses offering what you offer. So content marketing, you can use it to drive sales by using it to set yourself apart. The final piece, which actually isn't necessarily about setting yourself apart, but straight up getting in front of people, is creating SEO-optimized content actually increases your overall website traffic when done right, when done with a strategy, like the strategy that myself and my team use to help our clients. More and more people, Google has found this for the last two years, more and more people are searching for mental health, healing, therapy, all of these terms around mental wellness. So people are looking for you and what you have to offer within Google search and other searches, but Google's the one that we really care about, right? So if you're not there, you're missing an opportunity to connect with those clients and customers because guess who is there? Your competitors. So by creating this really great content, you are directly supporting sales by getting people to your website where that sale is going to be made, where they're going to become a member or go download your app or buy your products. So at the end of the day, organic content marketing and organic content creation might feel like a heavy lift on the front end. And it can be. I know a lot of companies who say, "Ah, we haven't spent this much money on marketing ever. And maybe they have internally, but externally working with an agency, maybe they haven't. And what I remind them is you should have been doing this yesterday. You should have been doing this a month ago, a year ago, where you'd be now, if you had started it, then you'd see that it was worth the investment. Organic content marketing takes time. You have to pay up front for the results that are going to last you five, 10 years. Yeah, paid marketing is going to get people to you right away. And that's great. It's a hugely valuable tool. But when you stop putting money into those ads, the traffic stops, the customer stop, the leads stop. Organic, we turn that tap on by creating, let's say, SEO optimized content, which is typically what I help my clients with. And then it stays on. Organic marketing turns it on and keeps it on and then just increases the flow the more we put into it. And it might be hard to see that connection to sales because all you're seeing is content creation. But when we look deeper, we can see all the ways that it supports your sales team, your sales process, and getting in front of people so you can make that sale. You got to get in front of them first. And this is one of the best ways to do it. Every single year, no matter what changes with Google's algorithm, with their updates that they do, their core updates, 
every single time, the number one thing that stays the same is quality content wins again and again and again and again and again. So in the 12 plus years I've been doing this, that has been consistent. So investing in content is never going to be a bad idea if you invest in high quality content. It's a bad idea if you're trying to do it on the cheap and you're trying to cut corners. It's not going to do these things that we're saying here that it's going to do. You have to be willing to make the investment to work with people, freelancers, agency like myself who know your industry and have a really clear strategy. And when you can do that, you will see all of these benefits from your content. Hope this was helpful for you today to get a better understanding of how content and content marketing can support your sales team, your sales funnel, your bottom line. If you have more questions, you're curious about how I can help you do this, please do reach out to me. I would just encourage you to go to my website, jessicathievels.com and shoot me an email through there. I'm also going to drop a blog post where I talk about all these things, but it's in blog format into the show notes. So if you want to take a look at that and save it, if it's easier for you to read through it or refer back to it, then I would recommend checking that out. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on another episode of Thrive Through Marketing.